Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to the overnight crowd here on SEN on your Wednesday evening and pretty much the biggest game other than the boxing fight tonight has been the NBL Finals Game 3 of the Grand Final Series between the Kings and the Jack Jumpers. It has wrapped up and the Kings have won 3-0 and I'm joined by a great of the Perth Wildcats, six-time NBL champion Damian Martin and also the host of the Run Home WA with Hazel Mato. Damian Martin, good evening and welcome. Thanks for having me on. I'm literally watching the presentations right now and they're a great win by the Sydney Kings. There's a lot of Perth Wildcats connections or Perth connections to the Kings team. So I like to claim that we've won about 5% of tonight's championship, be it Fleur McIntyre, an assistant coach, who is a legend of WA basketball with her coaching, and then also Luke Longley, who was a former owner of the Wildcats, he's involved with the team. And then Kevin Liss, one of the lead assistant coaches, won a championship in 2010. So I'm going to go ahead and claim it, even though I'm biased and I see only red and black. Yeah, of course, uh, Wildcat through and through. But as you said, Sydney Kings are the champions for the first time since 2005, breaking a 17-year drought. How did you see tonight unfold? Oh, look, to be honest, it's a fairy tale story that Tasmania made the grand final, but unfortunately, fairy tale ended tonight. And as soon as Jack McVeigh, in particular, was ruled out with flu-like symptoms, we probably knew that the Kings were going to take care of business on home court, even though... They were without their MVP and league MVP in Jalen Adams. But just the depth of the team, the superstars they've got. They're playing their best basketball at the right time of the season. But it's a great game. And nevertheless, the, the Kings are deserving winners. They've been the form team all, all year, even though they weren't minor premiers. The second Jalen Adams recovered from an injury, they went on a 13-game winning streak, lost two games, and then were just too good for every other team post that. Yeah, no doubt. Now, Chase Burford, first season of the Kings, gets the championship. How do you say his coaching efforts throughout the season? Oh, I love it. They interviewed Xavier Cooks right after he'd won, and they asked about Chase and just said he's so emotional. And that's what we see. You know, he broke LED lights last game by kicking the LED signage on the side court. Uh, you know, he gets tech fouls, but he's just passionate. And you know that passion comes from a place of wanting to see the most and the best out of his players. And you want to play for coaches like that. So his dad's R.C. Buford, who has won, you know, GM of the league several times in the NBA with the San Antonio Spurs. Now he's in charge of the Brooklyn Nets. And that connection is just amazing because you've got guys like, you know, Matty Nielsen, who we brought over, Brett Brown, who was um, part of the Boomers. So that connection between America and Australia started with his dad, now he's the head coach of a championship-winning team and the youngest coach of all time in the NBL to win a championship. And, yeah, speaks volumes to the person he is, but more importantly, the coaching ability he has. Yeah, right. So what, how uh, 33 he is. So is 33 the youngest for 
33 is the youngest, and I'm sitting here at 37 with grey hair saying <laughs> I could not achieve what he's just done. So full credit to him. Yeah, no doubt he's done a great job. But Xavier Cooks with a double-double tonight, I think, uh, listening to the commentary earlier, was the first, he was some incredible stat that he's now an elite company with, but he absolutely dominated tonight. You're exactly right. Xavier Cooks, um, we interviewed Shane here earlier on the run home with Hazen Mardo, which sounds silly saying my name in the third yeah, person, yourself but a plug. we interviewed Shane here earlier and he just thinks Xavier Cook should be in the um, in the NBA. Darrell Martin was amazing once again and as like live right now, Clint Steindl, a former Perth Wildcat, the inaugural captain of the Jack Jumpers, is giving his address and it's just one of those occasions where credit to Sydney Kings, they were too good, had too much depth, but the Jack Jumpers were the fairy tale story and Right now, as we're about to find out, the MVP, who I think will be Cooks, who you just mentioned, and should be in the NBA next year. Uh, it's just been an incredible season. Yeah, so we'll flick our attention to the Jack Jumpers now. Josh Adams starred just about all the finals, or all the finals games that Tazzy played, but just not enough support from his teammates throughout the series, and especially tonight. Yeah, it's the cliche goes that a team of superstars, sorry, a superstar team will be a team of superstars. Tonight, unfortunately, went against that because this team, no one thought they would finish above Wooden Spoon or second last. And I feel silly admitting that because I'm one of the people that said they're going to finish second last. But they've proved us all wrong that if you move the ball, you play for each other, you buy into the system, you know your role, you accept your role, and you play your role to the best of your ability, special things can happen. And that got them to a grand final series. Unfortunately, they didn't win it, but it was just uh, yeah, fantastic what the Jack Jumpers have done in their inaugural season. And now the beauty of it is Larry Kesselman, the, the owner of the league, now wants to expand further. So yeah. it's great for the league what the Jack Jumpers have done because it's instilled confidence to go and say, hey, Canberra, do you want a team? A second team in Sydney, whatever it may be. Uh, so, yeah, just an incredible season. It didn't go the way of the Jack Jumpers. But like you mentioned, Josh Adams, who was amazing this series, yeah. and if there was ever going to be a player that won MVP of the series without winning it, this was the, the year, but it, it won't go to him. And we see Andrew Bogut on stage right now about to announce the winner. And Josh Adams, there's going to be nine other NBL teams next year trying to vie for his signature. But, it, you know, credit to Jack Jumpers. They brought him out here. They deserved it. And Xavier Cooks has just been announced MVP of the grand final go. series and deservingly so. Yeah, deservingly so. There you go, So. I guess that's live, but it's not live because uh, this was done pretty much as the presentations uh, were done. So, unfortunately, people are probably hearing what they already know, but we are doing this as the presentation is on Marto. So, this is all live happening for us right now. So, this is fresh after the game, listeners, and fresh chat with Marto. But, Scott Roth, you've had a bit to do with him. Obviously, he spent a lot of time at the Wildcats with you. But first coach of season down there in Tassie, Underdogs, as you said, to second place. How did you see his debut as a head coach? And obviously, he was a big what talking point with his enthusiasm and whatnot in the later stages of the season. Yeah, it's just the fact that from day one, he opened himself up and said, this is who I am as a person. I am sacrificing being away from my wife. I'm sacrificing being away from my daughter because I want to see special things happen with the Jack Jumpers. And not many coaches will open up like that. And Trevor Gleeson, you know, with the acceptance that, you know, Brian Gorge won six championships. That's the record. Second place is Trevor Gleeson with five. And Trevor was amazing in so many ways. 
but the game of the year where we responded best to Trev was when he opened up about the breast cancer care awareness game because his wife is a two-time survivor of breast cancer. And that's when he showed he was a person because he spoke about what it's like to be the husband of someone with breast cancer, the, the father of two children who have a mother with breast cancer. And he opened himself up. We have seen that from, from Scott Ross from day one about what he's going through living away from his wife, away from his, his daughter. And that emotion is raw, it's real, and he's not shying away from it. And his players have embraced that. We've, we've spoken to a lot of his uh, players, Clint Steindor, Adams, you name it, we've spoken to them on air. And they all say, you know what? He embraces to be ourselves and never shy away from that, regardless of whether there's a camera in front of us or whether we're at home in front of our family. And that's why players are drawn to him. And even on TV, as we're watching the game, he was almost in tears when they lost. And that's not tears from not winning it for himself. That's tears because of how he knows his players are feeling right now. Yeah. And that's why if Scott Roth calls anyone right now and they want to play for a really good person and an exceptional coach, they will say yes. So you can see some perhaps big signings happening in the next or in the off-season, do you reckon? Oh, I absolutely. Now, I don't know what type of financial situation they're in, yeah. but if they can contend with teams like Sydney, Melbourne, Perth financially, then players are going to go to, um, go to Tassie because of Scott Roth. And, and that, for me, is a huge reason why players make that decision to sacrifice the bigger clubs to go and play for someone else. Yeah, and... A positive for Tassie tonight. They played really well. Like they pretty much led for the whole game other than the third quarter. Three turnovers to 11 for the Kings. So they have to take, it, I guess, some positives out of tonight especially and obviously making it all this way to the, to the finals. Look, I can honestly say I've never watched a replay of any grand final I ever played in, whether it was a, a win or a loss. And that's because, sorry, get the deciding game of a grand final. And that's because it's on to the next season. So I doubt Scott will watch this game. He won't ask his players to watch this game. They may choose to on their own accord. But right now it comes to year one for the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers is a huge success. Bring on year two, year two. And the challenge is can they emulate or even somehow go further in year two, considering they're the fairy tale? of this season. So credit to Scott Roth, credit to the owners, credit to everyone involved in the organisation because this has been amazing. But even though I would love to have seen the fairy tale end in a championship, it's deserving it does go to Sydney because they were the better team all season. And what they did for the last 17 games of the regular season is incredible. Yeah, no doubt. Now, you mentioned it's been a pretty good success for the Jack Jumpers in season one, but the comp, is it in... A great state in, uh, after NBL 22? Yeah, it is. Obviously, COVID has affected all codes yeah. of sports, but the reality is we just sent a record for bums yeah. on seats, the biggest attendance for a grand final ever. So previously, it was about 15,500. Now they've got over 16,000. It was 16,149. Yeah. And I don't mind admitting I had a ticket to the game, <laughs> but I wanted to spend it with my sister, with my mother, with my brother and his partner. And it could have been 16,150, but instead I watched it in front. And I don't want to say out loud I regret it because I'll, they'll hold that against me, but let's just say that I should have been there. Yeah, no doubt. And just imagine if the capacity is that one extra seat and you've ruined it from being an absolute sellout tonight. So if that's the case, shame <laughs> on you, I'm that mum. guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, that's all I've got for you tonight, Damo. 
Appreciate your time here on the SEN Overnight Crowd. My pleasure. Bring on the Wildcats next season. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.